Hi everyone, this is Ronnie with Everything Virtual. Again, this is kind of, I think this is probably going to be the last interview of OC6. I can't guarantee it. I might run into someone or end up scheduling something uh, sometime at the end of the day, but for now it probably is. And I'm here with Eric from Fast Travel Games. I'm excited about a lot of the uh, the stuff that they're working on right now, and so I thought it'd be a good chance to, to, to pull him onto the show and talk about what they're working on. So uh, thank you so much, Eric. Uh, could you first kind of uh, tell our our, view, our listeners that who don't know uh, who you are and what your role is at Fast Travel Games. Yeah, absolutely. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Eric Odeldal. I'm the creative director and one of the co-founders of Fast Travel Games, which is a, a VR game dev studio in Stockholm in Sweden. Yeah, and, we, and we've had one of your colleagues on the show before, so uh, we, we did talk about Apex Construct and when you guys were getting ready to launch that on the Quest, so that yeah. was a really... We, we talked about the Quest. We also just talked about kind of what what your uh, what you, what your methodology was that that led you to that to, mm-hmm. to, to creating apex construct itself yeah and so I'm kind of curious uh, what took you from that project on to uh, the, the the projects that you're working on now so yeah I mean we, we see ourselves as a as a, a studio we like to, we like to experiment but I mean we have our heart I guess in in single player and in in uh, action adventure and exploration driven games like apex construct so, but uh, so right now we're working on uh, two games. Uh, first, uh, Budget Cuts Two. We're working on that together with Neat Corporation, and you could say that it, it's in the same ballpark as Apex Construct. Uh, but then we're also working on a uh, another title called The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets, Pets, which is completely different. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that started as a it was a project that was pitched by a guy called James Hunt at our company. He's one of our animators. Uh, and he had an idea for a game he wanted to do. So he and another guy uh, started working on it, prototyping it. Uh, and spent a month on that, the prototype. Okay. Uh, and it's a game, it's, um, it's, it's a game of light puzzle solving where you have miniature worlds in front of you and you basically poke at stuff and grab stuff and spin the world around to solve puzzles. Okay. Uh, and we basically, the, the, we really liked this prototype. Yeah. Uh, so decided, okay, let's let's build a full game. How often is it, like, how many prototypes do you usually kind of have going on, and how likely is it for those prototypes to, to come to turn into a project like so, this? So, I mean, it depends on, on, on where we are in, in, uh, with other projects at the studio. If we're full production, we don't have usually the, the resources needed to do these prototypes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we tried... We tend to try out stuff fairly often, okay. and often it becomes, you know, it's mechanics, and they end up in a game. Yeah, or will end up in a game that yeah. we might not have released yet. Uh, but this was really a full idea. It wasn't just a mechanic. It yeah, was basically, this this was a whole game. Yeah, and what was so unique about it? What was something that stood out to you? So, to me, this was uh, we 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 thought about it as first of all, it's it's a very sweet and friendly game. Uh, it's very cute. It's very welcoming, uh, and we wanted. It's it's designed to not have any barriers between for for first time users or anything. There's no locomotion of any kind. All the interactions are very. They're fairly complex, but they're very simple to pull off. Okay. So the idea was to have something that everybody, especially with a quest now, you can yeah. just put on the headset and you you'll be playing, and. Basically, everything comes natural, and you know we have kids play test the game, and old people, really old people, and you know and nobody seems to have any problems at all with the gameplay. And That's that, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was how it started, uh, but then we've you know uh, worked a lot on um, 
on stuff like uh, spent spent uh, quite some time on on um, on the narrative and basically creating a really sweet sentimental framing for for this. What, what was it like? I guess uh, going from such different types of aesthetics and stories and to something so cute and friendly because I love those kind of experiences uh, in VR it's quite different from kind of what you've worked on so far yeah so. it is uh, I, uh, it's, I think for, for the team it was really refreshing yeah uh, it's always good to let people work on different types of projects sure keeps, keeps them hungry and you know keeps yeah them, you know, and, and let people try stuff. For me personally, uh, because I've, I've written it, it, it was quite different. You basically had to switch my <laughs> my head around. I, I was writing no post post apocalyptic, <laughs> nothing yeah. like that. Okay. I, mean, I, I mean, I was writing budget cuts too at the same time, which is like okay, let's have fun with murder robots, and then this sweet little game. Uh, so that that was, I guess, challenging, okay. uh, but also very fun. Yeah, yeah. No, one of the things that I think lends itself really well to VR is. Uh, is is kind of the physical manipulation of these kind of miniature, uh, almost like a, a prop or a set, or I don't know. There's yeah. something kind of magical feeling about yeah. about manipulating objects in VR. Yes. and it sounds like uh, you're, like like uh, the, the curious case of Solon Pad really picks up on that. And, yeah, it and does. It actually has more unique types of interactions than Apex Construct has. Okay. Even it doesn't look like it. It's, yeah. It's, uh, <coughs> Surprisingly complex, actually, if you start looking at how we build it. But but it's it's uh, yeah it's just it's just so much fun to poke and prod and, and see what happens. It's a ba- it's a game ba- built very much around experimentation from, from the player's side. You know what happens if I do this? Oh, and then you get a reaction and hopefully yeah. a fun one. Hope- yeah. Hopefully something that makes you smile. I, I know it's completely different because I mean, like you said, it, it sounds like it 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 was not just a game. Pay- gameplay mechanic it was really a whole game onto itself are there anything surprising like any surprising lessons you've learned from working on a game like this that might translate to like other games that you may work on in the future yeah yeah absolutely I mean the um, we uh, we see ourselves as really wanted to be in the on the forefront of of interactions and physical interactions in VR with hands and yeah so in 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 Curious Tale, uh, you don't have a hand model or animated hand. Your um, your hands are these cute little white balls. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, uh, the challenges of, especially when you lift stuff up or when you um, uh, when you want to pour uh, you want to pour liquids from something or shake something to get you know something to fall out of it. Mm-hmm. Those types of interactions are are the same as you would have with a complex hand model and stuff like that. So we, we, I think for the next game we build, there's tons of stuff we learned about interactions and how to present them that will you know feed into... Feed and even, into. I guess, what things that are possible. Because it, it yeah. sounds like a lot of those, like, those things kind of make themselves more obvious in a game where you're manipulating objects, but you are manipulating things even in, in a first-person environment. Well, yeah, so. I mean, yeah, you, you do that a lot. Uh, the... the uh, the cool thing here with Curious Tale is also that you can see almost the whole world at all times. Yeah. You have to spin it around to see everything. But, yeah. Uh, but that is also uh, it's uh, it's interesting how you present puzzles and how you how you get players to understand that you know this this thing is more interesting uh, maybe to interact with than the others and stuff like that. Um, but we do. I mean, we 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 have big believers of letting people play the game and play test and critique it. We do that all the time in the team yeah. as well. 
uh, and uh, so we're basically always getting we're getting better all the time okay. with, 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 with all these things uh, okay. and, and, and everything we do uh, we learn something and that goes into the next game even though it might be completely different from from what we did earlier and, and, and the game has been announced for the quest correct? Or? yeah exactly okay. Yeah, we will launch uh, Curious Tale for uh, all platforms hopefully on the same day we're working on locking down the exact day now that's, with, that's... with Oculus and Sony and stuff like that so. okay awesome did you, have you announced any dates or not yet? Uh, not, not specific dates yet okay uh, November okay November. oh see this, so that's very soon <laughs> yeah. so that's hope, exciting hope, hopefully November yeah, yeah. It, it all depends on yeah. whether you know we, we really want to sim launch yeah. In in addition to, to to your work there, you mentioned uh, writing the story for budget cuts and working with yes. uh, w- with the folks over there. I'm trying to the Neat, neat Corporation. Yeah, the Neat Corporation. <laughs> yeah. um, how has that been, and, and what's that like? That's a lot of fun, actually. Uh, so we're 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 co-developing Budget Cuts to Mission Insolvency, which is the sequel to the first game, and it it takes off basically where the first game ends, and we'll we'll let you play through a very diverse uh, set of environments you, you finally get to leave the office buildings and head out on the rooftops and all kinds of cool places that I will, will let you experience yourselves when, it out, when it's out so we're basically um, split development 50-50 between the teams okay wow uh, and uh, and it's been great. We used to share an office with Neat Corporation. Uh, yeah, I remember started, talking uh, to Andreas about that. So uh, so so they're great friends, and they're they're now their office is like three blocks from ours. So yeah, it's super. It's simple to work together and simple to talk and communicate. And what are some of the differences, I guess, in terms of what each team kind of brings to the project? I th- and I think they're. Fast Travel Games is founded by AAA veterans. Sure. So, so we, I guess, we bring. We bring a part of that uh, with us. You know, maybe we're maybe a bit more structured because okay. that's how we've been brought up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas, uh, but I, I think Neat are very much, very much open to uh, well, to different kind of experiments than we are. They they come from a different. They, they see things from a different angle, and I think that I think the the combination of fast travel and Neat. Is is going to make this game really, really good and really stand out? I hope. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. I mean, yeah. Apex Construct obviously had a very strong narrative to it. Not that Budget Cuts, the original, didn't, but I, yeah, it was interesting to hear that kind of teaming up because yeah. you can see where some similar themes could, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are fighting robots. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Budget Cuts, ha- the first one, has a great sense of humor. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Uh, so when, when writing the sequel, I've tried to stay true to that, but add my own you know, spice to it. But the whole, really, the whole team, both at Fast Travel and, and Neat, are very much uh, part of, of writing the story and feedbacking on what I write or critiquing it or telling me when I know that if, if I do something that isn't correct for the world and stuff like that. Sure. But the, um, just like uh, in, in Budget Cuts 2, you're going to play in several different types of environments. Uh, I've tried to add more uh, different types of personalities to the robots. Um, so, uh, so, so there's a, there's a progression from the first game to the second one there as well. Uh, and you get to be a bit more, I guess, you take more... F- Firm action and yeah, in, in the it seemed like it, like just the, the tone of the trailer that you guys released at E3, I believe. Yeah, um, it was very yeah. It, it seemed like 
like rather than it, rather than being more defensive. It was kind of like a re- role reversal almost. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, we want we wanted the player to take the fight to Transcorp this time. Yeah. It's not just about escaping. It's actually about shutting it down forever. That, that's kind of our mission statement. Yeah, when we started working on it, and it. You can feel that in the levels as well. Well, yeah. No, that's awesome. No, continue. No, I just uh, I, and I think you can. Uh, ha- I mean, you, you can really sense that in in the levels that the team is building. It's uh, there's some great level design in it, and I'm I'm, I'm I, I I love it. I think it's I think it's a f- an amazing game. That's really exciting. I almost exciting. said a swear word. I know. <laughs> that <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, Say whatever you want. <laughs> I think it's going to be a fucking amazing game. <laughs> yes. It's, it's uh, I uh, I'm really happy about where it's going. Awesome. No, that's that's really exciting. The first one was amazing, and I, it was one of the first room scale games I think yeah. like that I had really played where I really felt like I could I could interact with an environment like docking and dodging and yeah. it was one of the things that kind of, that made VR exciting yes and so yeah. uh, it was really exciting to hear that you guys were teaming up to, to, to make a sequel uh, you know so soon because yeah I think so, I think so uh, and I'm, I'm like I said I'm super happy that they uh, they came to us and asked us if we wanted to co-develop it with yeah. them uh, and I think it's uh, it's a great match their their way of work, developing games combined with us with ours is, yeah. is, is just uh, I think it's two strong teams uh, combining to make an even stronger one and I, and I know you guys made the announcement obviously fairly recently um, yep. is there any kind of timetable as far as like when you so envision it's, uh, a release or? so uh, we envision a release this year okay. but I can't be more specific oh yeah. wow okay so that's even more <laughs> yeah. man that's great so you guys have a lot going on right now yeah huh? we do yeah. that's amazing <laughs> yeah. so well yeah, no, I'm really excited to I'm excited to play both projects. I mean, they both sound great. So, uh, and there's not that mu- many more months in the year. So, that's no, a lot. No, exactly. To... <laughs> they're both they're both games are going to be out really really soon. Uh, but but I, I I love that. I mean, building games is fun, but it's yeah. not really fun until players, you know, dig dig their teeth into them. Uh, yeah, just curious about the, the conference itself. Like, were there any surprises here in terms of announcements that uh, you're excited about? Or Yeah, I mean, there's several ones. I mean, I'm personally really, really interested in, in where the hand tracking yeah. stuff is going on Quest. Uh, the lines have been so long, so I haven't had time to try it out myself. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that. I think the... Um, the Horizon stuff uh, is looking really, really cool, and I'm uh, looking forward to the beta t- to try that out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, the link uh, to be so I can play my Rift games on the yeah. Quest as well is super. Basically, there's a number of really, really good things. No, I, I think it's really smart, and I was kind of it, it was there were so many of the things. There were too many things, honestly, for me to keep track of when I was watching the keynotes, because yeah. it's just like one after another after another, and they're all really exciting, yeah. positive steps, I think. Yeah, there's some really, really cool things, and I, I like that they're uh, working more now, I mean, basically trying to establish a proper social space for Oculus. Yeah. That's going to be super strong, I think. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they're very, very dedicated on making their platform just, like, over... They... they, they Carmack today, the words out of his mouth over and over again were, you know, about barriers of entry and yeah. and, and, and retention. I, yeah. I feel like uh, between, they want to keep people in the headset as much as possible, yeah. and I think the more content and the more ways they provide to enable social interaction exactly. in their headset, yeah. it'll keep people coming. Yeah, I think so too. And it's also, I mean, all the new tech is very, is very welcoming. Yeah. Uh, and I personally am a big fan of it. I just want to get a headset... To as many people as possible. I'm yeah. personally not. I mean, 
of course it's cool when we get these super super advanced new headsets as well that's awesome yeah but I'd rather see just more headsets to everybody yeah and and you know if if those headsets give us developers more technical challenges well I thrive on that so I like I love challenges I love yeah. I love stuff like that so I'm I'm I think they have a good strategy, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you know, stuff come out of beta and get introduced to more people. Yeah, no, me too. So, yeah. anyways, thank you so much, Eric, for taking the time to speak with me, and uh, hope thank to you. be in touch in the future. Yeah, thank you, absolutely. All right, thanks. Yeah.